most pantry cupboards you look in have got all these spice racks and everything, but there's a lot of dust on them spices. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Adventures on the Road podcast, proudly brought to you by Overedger Outdoors. Check out the Overedger pack to make your camping a breeze. If you'd like to know more about it, have a listen to episode 26. Well, I've got my good mate back on the line with us uh, for Adventures on the Road podcast. It's Ranger Nick. G'day, Ranger Nick. How you going? Unreal, mate. Top of the day to you, Shano. How's life? Pretty good, actually. Now, things have been a bit tough over the last few months, of course, with COVID, as, as we've all experienced. I know you've, you've, you've been stuck at home, haven't you? You haven't been able to do any shows lately. No, mate, look, the entertainment industry's certainly taken a fair wallop. I'm, I'm not the only one feeling it, so there's not a huge income there at the moment. We've managed to pull off a few gigs um, running four-and-a-half-star workshop retreats down at the uh, Clarence, R- Clarence Valley B&B, Clarence River B&B in Grafton. Beautiful place, mate, absolutely amazing. Check it out. Google that, have a look at that. So lovely spot, but we've been running a few things down there, going very well, doing the whole COVID plan and all that sort of stuff. But the logistics of um, in between border openings and closures of trying to get uh, things organised and worked out has been an absolute nightmare. So hopefully next year things will run a bit smoother and even toward the end of this year it starts to pick up. So um, everyone's feeling it, so... At the moment, we've just been uh, putting a bit of energy into other things and and um, doing things like live streams and a bit of stuff for YouTube and stuff like that. So outside of that, it's been quite hard to, to get out and about. So, But you got a little bit creative, I believe. You, obviously, you, you were sitting there back at home scratching your head and having a bit of a think, and you got creative, and you come up with some curry kits. Mate, we, the curry kits are actually going really well. We, we, we're getting more and more subscribers to that all the time. Um, the curry kits, we did a, a launch on uh, Father's Day and did a live stream curry for COVID, trying to boost or encourage people to uh, eat well and boost the immune system and have a bit of a laugh because happy life, healthy life, as we all know, you know. So for, for mental and physical Absolutely. health, mm, for mental and physical health, we did the curry for COVID, and we've got a number of different uh, curries that, that are authentic and traditional Indian curries, and I've tailored them not just for the camp oven. You can cook them in any pot, of course, but um, they're sort of tailored to the camp oven and tailored to the easy. So they're not. It's not a big effort to actually put them together. And I don't know about you, mate, but uh, most pantry cupboards you look in have got all these spice racks and everything, but there's a lot of dust on them spices. <laughs> People seem to buy the spices. They, they have them in there for years and years, and some of them are still got aren't out of the wrapper, and you move house and take it all with them, put them back in the pantry, and they never leave the pantry. So rather than buy those things, which can be quite expensive, I, I've got the correct measurements. All you have to do is buy the fresh produce, um, so if you order the kits online and you can get them either through my website, wiggle, 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 rangernick.com.au or through uh, iSubscribe, uh, so curry kits on, on iSubscribe. Now, when you order and receive them, they'll come in a package and you open it up and there's a little spreadsheet in there that will tell you what you need 
to prepare the curry, what fresh produce and the likes. And there's also a um, bit of a spiel on uh, how to how to prepare them. So there's a step by step recipe there, and you can even press on the links there, like go to the computer if you're one of them com- computer nerd type people for the com- computer machine thingies. You can click on the links and go to YouTube and actually see a PowerPoint presentation on how to prepare the, the meal. So it takes all the guesswork out. You've got no waste sitting in your cupboard and very authentic and uh, traditional type Indian curries. So if you like your Indian curries or like curries in general, these are coming out really good. They're proving to be very popular. The feedback is great. I'm getting, I'm getting feedback like I'll never buy another jar of stuff from the shop. So these fresh... This fresh yep. produce, fresh ingredients, no preservatives, all that type of thing. Because um, as you can tell by my girlish figure, mate, I do look after me. It, it's a temple, this. It's a, an absolute temple, my body. A very expensively built temple or two, I might add. Mate, I can tell you I've poured a lot of money into that, um, <laughs> especially, especially over the bar. But anyway, we won't go into that. I We've, we've all learned our lesson with alcohol. Hopefully, by the time you get to my age, you start slowing down a bit. So, so because um, I hit the five O this year, Shane, I, I uh, in a, in April I hit fifty. So I'm, no, yeah, no, I made the half century. So I've never done that on the cricket now, field. Don't but, look it. Oh no, Christ! Don't look a day over eighty. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So um, I forgot what I was going to say. There, you put you put me off. You have to ask me another question. You lost me. <laughs> you were just you were just we were just talking about this these these um now 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 I'm starting to get off off track. Yeah, we were talking about the the curry kits, and you were mentioning that you can go to the link and can actually see a video on it. Now I'm just having a look at one in particular, which is one of my favourites, which is the. Indian Rogan Josh. Oh, look, right. Rogan Josh would have to be one of my favourites too. And, in fact, that's the one that we um, did the live stream for Father's Day. I did a demonstration on how to cook that one and threw a few poems and a bit of um, uh, yarns and humour in there, ballads and the likes. But, um, oh, mate, uh, because it was a demonstration, I ended up doing two lots of it so I could show people how to prepare it right to the end. Um, and did the roadie bread the whole bit it, it come up really good so um my partner and i we were we were eating curry for about three days and mate you just i just don't get sick of it it's it's just such a lovely flavors and one of the beautiful things i am appreciating about these curries um but yeah there's an indian chap down at warhope and i said mate i really would value your opinion and can you can you taste this it was a chicken masala and um he tried it and he looked at me and says, not hot enough. And I said, well, I sort of guessed you'd say that because they do spice things up a bit, the Indians. So so um, I said to him, yeah, I said, and I knew you'd say that, but to a general audience, especially in Australia and there's kids and the likes, I said, "There's um, I've got to be very careful I don't make it too hot or no one will enjoy it. And uh, he said, well, in fact, he said then, he said, the flavours are certainly there. He said, but for me, it could be hotter. So one of the things that that's um, outstanding, I believe, with the with the curry kits is I can make them as hot as I like or as mild as I like. Right. So either by changing the strain of chili or not putting as much chili in, you can make the curry 
to suit your palate. Me personally, right. I enjoy a bit of a bite. I do like a bit of heat, but I don't like a lot. I like very hot chilies, but just a little bit of it. I find that the if it's that hot that I'm sweating and me, I've got tears running down my face and snot running out of me, I can't even taste the damn curry. I can't taste the damn thing, not even the chilli. It's so damn hot, it's uncomfortable, and it's not enjoyable. But uh, as I say, you can tailor it to suit your own palate, and I think that's a really good really good thing about the about the curries. I, I do think that that's a smart smart way to go. So you can make it to your own taste. Now, I just, just happen to have a computer here in front of me, <laughs> and I'm just looking at two, two reviews that have come through on your website for the uh, Rogan Josh. And one's, one's from uh, Dave, and he says, the best Rogan Josh I've ever cooked. Thank you. Yep. And then there's another one there from Shazza. Oh, my God. My house smells amazing. Family absolutely loved the Rogan Josh. They're they're two fairly good comments, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. And I'm getting a lot of it. Look, it's even a joy putting the packaging together. We're getting stuff together for markets on the weekend at the moment, and the whole house smells like a curry house. It's just the, the... the, the smells and the aromas before you even start cooking it are just amazing. And all of the produce are sourced from Australian companies. Of course, we can't get all the spices grown and produced here in Australia. So those which we can't, of course, come in, they, they are imported. But it's all from Australian companies. It's all Australian-owned businesses. So we're certainly supporting all of that sort of thing and trying to keep the money in the country and, and help all those little bits help get, keep the country on its feet. So I think we're all aware that um, once things settle down after this uh, COVID e- ep- episode, we're all a bit concerned about how we're going to dig ourselves out of the hole. So I, th- I think it's wise to uh, buy Australian product. And, and support local talent as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Hi, I'm Katie from Overedger Outdoors. If you struggle to find your camp kitchen supplies when camping, we have a better way. The Overedger Pack from Overedger Outdoors. Never rummage for those tongs or the salt and pepper again. The Overedger Pack folds into an easy-to-pack and store box and unfolds into a brilliant camp kitchen organiser in less than a minute. No more plastic boxes, everything you need, easy to find, every time. Find us at Overedger Outdoors on Facebook or Instagram to see some videos of the pack in action or go to overedger.com.au to get yours today. Now, there's, what, nine different curry flavours you've got in the range, is that right? Yeah, you'll probably find a few more if you go onto the website, but through iSubscribe, there's nine. There's a few more there. One of them in particular is creating a lot of interest, which is a, I can't quite remember the name of it. I wish I had it here in front of me. I do struggle with some of the names. They're a bit hard to get the old tongue around, but it's a it's a curried lamb roast. I can say that again. So it's something that I've never, okay, never, uh, yeah, I know, because like we all like our lamb. Aussies love lamb, so lamb roasts are pretty forgiving and easy to cook. Yeah. So this one's an actual Indian curry or the curry lamb, and 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 I got to recommend actually goat probably makes the best curry. So if you can get your hands on some goat, I'd say go for that. But the but the roast the roast lamb is amazing, and the first time or the reason why I actually tried it was I had a leg of lamb in the fridge and um, got a bit off. It got a bit 
of a green tinge to it and a bit of a smell about it and it was all sticky and I thought oh gosh I, I really don't want to give it to the dogs so uh, I thought well I'll do a curry with it and um, I've done a bit of homework and found this roast curry or, or this roast lamb curry and I thought heck that sounds pretty good because we all know that curries go in to take the bitter out. It's quite common in, in India for the meat to be turned. So you put all the spices in, it takes the bitter taste. It hides the bitter taste of the soured meat. So I've washed this roast off, prepared it, baked it in the oven. And I've got to say, it was it would have to be the most tender and flavoursome roast lamb I've ever eaten. And it's really out there because people are always looking for their lamb recipe. So it's proving to be very popular. And um, look, it's really worth a try. It's a real beauty. There's just no end to to what you come up with that we can cook in our um, camp ovens, is there? Well, in due respect, Shane, it's just an oven. So anything you're cooking in your kitchen at home, you can cook in your camp ovens. So I do... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I do. So it's all about learning to control your heat. So if you're going to cook scrambled eggs... Very low heat. Don't put a lot of heat in your camp oven. But if you want to sear a roast and let it cook for two hours, rip it up, you know, like give it, give it, give it plenty. So, and you want to hear all those nice sizzling sounds and and the and smell the food cooking and all that. So it's it's just it's just fantastic. I can never get a, get enough of it. Um, I actually had a bit of a surprise party on the weekend, if you will. There was a, a group of mates showed up from Queensland, uh, unexpected and. Um, we ended up with 12 of us here, and I thought, oh, heck, what am I going to do? And I, I had a couple of roast lambs there, so I just threw a bit of – the garden's looking beautiful at the moment. So I got a few of the fresh herbs and stuffed it all in there, chucked it in the bottom of a 22-inch camp oven and threw a pile of veggies round it, slapped it on the heat, sat down and drank beer and, and fed everyone lamb on the weekend. So just a matter of – I really appreciate – uh, ovens for the respect that I can set it and forget it, rather than be lifting the lid, mucking around, checking it, doing all the all the things. I, uh, if you get your heats right, you can just set your camp ovens and walk away, go fishing or do whatever it is you got outside to do. So, beautiful big ovens uh, seem to produce a lot of uh, hot air, a lot of lot of a bit like me, I suppose, a lot of hot air produced there. And there's a lot of lot of heat circulating in that oven, and I find that the more hot air you can get around it, it seems to produce a much much better product. So I think that's one of the keys is not to sort of I don't know. I, I do a lot of cooking in twelve inch ovens because that's probably what the majority of people use, and pretty much to the same, pretty much the same as what you'd use a large oven. And the same sort of heats. You want the same heats for for anything. If you if you cook a steak, for example, you use the same heat to cook that steak, whether it be on a barbecue plate or a Teflon pan, or we won't talk about Teflon, horrible stuff. But but things like that. So it doesn't matter what medium or what surface you're cooking the steak on. It still takes the same heat to cook it. So if you can simulate that in your ovens, you're going to get the same results as what you're getting at home. So the knowledge that you have and use on a daily basis in your kitchen, if you introduce that to your campfire and just take notice of what things are doing, like the smells, the sounds, even if there's smoke billowing out of it, it's obviously too hot. But if, if but if there's nice puffs of steam and you can smell that food and a nice sizzling, nice steady sizzling sound, your heats are pretty much like 
what you're going to get in your oven at home. So if you can simulate that, it just takes all the guesswork out. And certainly good timber helps with that. Get to know your wood. Okay, so obviously the best thing to do is, is to jump on onto your website. You've, um, you've got the curry kits available there, but you've also got other things available on your website, which obviously can help us um, become an expert at uh, camp oven cooking like yourself. Uh, you've got recipe books. You've also got a training program, haven't you? Certainly, yes. There's an online training program for the outdoor enthusiast. Um, so you can subscribe to that and just go through and learn. The first 12 modules are all about camp oven cooking. Uh, so there's 42 modules in that program, and it's just a month-to-month subscription. And if you do get to a point where you've learnt enough and you don't want to learn any more about the great outdoors, because it covers things like payloads, tow ball weights, sharpening a knife, knot tying, fishing. And I've got some great, great people on board to um, come along with, like Michael Cook and uh, Alan Whiting. Alan Whiting's a wealth of information when it comes to towing and payloads. So uh, he, he was certainly invited on there. So there's some great information on there. And I've even broken it up into like a camp oven in a box. So that first 12 modules you can buy separately if you just want to focus on your camp ovens. You can buy that separately and just study that at your own leisure over the computer machine thingy. And there's also uh, DVDs, there's educational DVDs. I've got uh, several books I've released now. So I've published three books now. They're going very well. Uh, the latest one is a world of dampers. There's 101 damper recipes. Do I, do I need to do I need to explain that, Shane? I'm gonna anyway. Sorry, Nick. Say that again. Okay. So the the way that the the damper recipe, the, the last book that I've just produced, um, would 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 have been about around this time last year, or probably probably earlier. So July 13 last year, there was a bit of a get together out at Charleville. Do you know this story? Do you know what? What I'm on about here, where I'm going with this? No, I've got no idea. You'll ah. have to explain it to me. Oh, I'd be happy to, mate. I'm all abuzz still over this one. I, I received a phone call a while back. A, 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 a mate, I've come become quite good mates with this gentleman, uh, Greg Purvis is his name. He's out at Charleville. Anyway, he rang me one day. He said, "Listen," he said, "I was sitting in the shed having Monday afternoon drinks with the neighbour." He said, I noticed this photo on the wall, and I asked him what it was all about, and he told me that it was a world record damper. So 1994 in Charleville, they made a 75-metre-long damper. However, when he Googled it to find out more about it, he found that a Swedish scout group in 2006 beat that record at 125 metres, and they were wanting to have a crack at bringing the title home. And I said, well... I said, well, that's damn right un-Australian. That's our uh, iconic Australian bread. I think we better do something about it. So we got together July 13 last year and we produced a, a uh, 153.002 metre long uh, damper, which is now in the 2021 Guinness Book of Records. Uh, glad to hear the record's back with us Aussies. Isn't it nice? Isn't that a nice feeling? Yeah. And so 153.002 metres. Shane, just an amazing experience to see all that come together. Yeah. Just getting back to this website of yours and talking about some of the things you've got on there, I notice you've also got a folding fire pit. Yes, the Quokka 2. So the Quokka 2 is a bit of a new release. It's an upgrade to the Quokka. 
and yet I can certainly distribute them. You'll find them online. They're all stainless steel, so uh, kitchen-grade stainless for the grill on the top and an industrial-grade stainless at the bottom. Uh, there's three different sizes. I think they're a bit low on stock with the large ones at the moment, but they certainly are available at 450 mil square. They collapse down into a flat pack, and they weigh in at around 12 kilo. So being a flat pack is very um, is great while you're travelling. And I carry a few fire pits, which I use at different times, and, and uh, I always seem to go to the quokka. It's certainly a go-to for me. Um, and being all stainless steel, I only got to buy it once. I've seen some great designs with with um, uh, blue steel or mild steel, but if you don't treat them and look after them, they'll certainly rust away on you, and they're prone to distort with a lot of heat. Where the stainless steel really holds its shape well, I've had it full of gidgy, just roaring, mate. And you're not going to get a hotter fire than that. So, j- just. Uh- no, Gidgee does burn very hot, doesn't it? Oh, God's gift to those who cook, mate. The likes of Gidgee, Waddy, Yaren, there's, there's some terrific wood uh, in outback Australia, that's for sure. But Gidgee's certainly way up on the top of the list. That I, I've actually got a load of cooler bar here at the moment, and I'll tell you what, it's not too far off it. It's a nice timber to cook with too, but I'm, I'm a bit... Um, I get very excited when I find good timber like that, so... When I'm looking for a camp spot, driving up the highway, travelling somewhere, I'm always looking around at trees and I'll spot a creek line. If there's a nice big clay pan flat, I go, right, eh, let's go up on the flat and pick up a bit of gidgey before we go down to the creek. Not to say that there's anything wrong with the um, uh, river red gums and the, and the um, cooler bar and, and yellow box and all the likes, but yeah. Gidgey certainly takes a lot of the guesswork out. It's a very consistent heat, and it holds so well. Well, this this is sort of sad, Ranger Nick, because we're running out of time. We're going to have we're going to have to wind this up. Oh, mate, I could talk all day. I bang on like no one's business. I certainly like the sound of my own voice. But um, what do you want to finish up with, brother? Have you got Have you got a, a little short poem that we can finish off with? Oh, there's a little. Yeah, I, I've always got that sort of thing. Um, this is a little poem that I actually wrote about myself. Now, I hope no one finds it offensive, but it's called Arses. There was a young lad named Nicholas, and he wandered through the long grass. He came upon a circus, lifted up the canvas, saw a lady's bare ass, stuck it with a compass. Wasn't that ridiculous? The young fella named Nicholas. Oh, you're a laugh a minute, buddy. It's short and sweet, mate, to the point. Good to catch up with you again. Always a pleasure, Shane. Mate, you stay safe. Thank you. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks again to Overedger Outdoors for their support. Find them at overedger.com.au. And if you are interested, get a discount code in episode 26. Please stay safe and happy. Until next month, I'm Shane. Have a safe journey, everyone.